We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you ready to rock? Uh, you just sang that. Wanna rock and roll all night. And party every day. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. I just realized how bad my posture is in that moment. Mine's very slouchy as well. My shoulders are in my ears. And you'll know that we're slouchy if you go watch us on YouTube. Please watch our episodes on YouTube. Please watch us on YouTube. Okay, my neighbors are moving right now, y'all. Yeah, they're walking up and down the stairs. And they're noisy as heck. I like that when we started recording here, we're like, yes, it'll be quieter because... And it just got noisy right it, yeah, when we started recording. It, it, the funny, the, yeah, it's funny that my place was quieter. But this is the last week that we're recording in this room. I'm so excited I'm for moving you. to my dream place. Okay, but we're not going to get sidetracked. We have, we have a list of things to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I'm re- reminding myself of this. Okay, please watch us on YouTube. We are pretty. And uh, not today. I'm not today. You Amelia's literally beautiful. are every day. Chill. Oh, thank you. I can't deal. My hair is quite greasy today you actually cannot tell i hope not um so yeah watch us on youtube uh i think like a maximum of 70 people watch every week um but that's because we never remind you um we never remind you so now here we are follow us on tiktok instagram twitter at the holy hour send us your spash stories yeah we haven't gotten very many stories lately so send us some more we we always love them even if we don't read them on the podcast we love reading them yeah and um holyhourpodcast at gmail.com and uh last week we announced that we have a new line of merch for hot girl summer you don't have to be a girl to wear them it's just a state of mind and um i personally am a fan of (laughs) the amelia's catch and release program i showed my dad today i cannot wait to get one uh mr liz and i want to (laughs) like get them for Every guy you <laughs> stop seeing. That's a great idea. That's like my parting gift. Yeah, you're like, and I got you this because I'm letting you go back into the wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting you to find free. your other fish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's, I like that it's kind of like a camp shirt. It looks yeah. almost like a, yeah, a it summer does. camp shirt. And then um, to not feel left out, I made myself one. <laughs> it's called the Aftercare Apothecary shirt and so it cute. has mushrooms on it super cute and then we have another like round of things that were designed by our friend hello hysteria she designed the last like all of the other merch that we have so we have a hand holding a switchblade and it says i'm a switch that's my favorite one yeah that was like fan inspired um and then we have like a bunch of angel merch so it'll it says like angel and then it has like the heart lollipops all over it so it's like a pink pattern and then we also have um it's like a it almost looks like a biker logo and it's two snakes that are like next to each other and it says the manner of serpents in a circle around it so it's dope if you know you know the girls who know it y'all know (laughs) yeah you know the girlies who get it get it so it's really cute stuff check out our summer merch it's it was like so much fun like working with 
Alora on these mm-hmm. and um you know buy some if you can and if you want to and i think like there's a lot more variety mm-hmm. with this round this batch of merch and our old stuff is still up as well yeah we still have our old as well and we never talk about that either we mm-hmm. don't we talk about a lot of stuff and we never talk about the stuff that that we have merch that we have that that we have merch and we have, that we have a youtube yeah so here we are just two girls standing in front of <laughs> an unknown amount of people <laughs> begging you to to be a part of Amelia's Catch and Release program, <laughs> it's the I, I'm very I'm ethical about it. I I like I don't know. I was just dicking around and I was like, this would be funny. I think that it's great. My dad was so fucking hyped about it's it. It's so cute. He and then like, have you talked about that on the podcast? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> the Catch and Release program. He's like, I came up with that. That's me. It's <laughs> me, Mark. Uh, so exciting. Okay. Shall we start with our first topic? Yeah. Are you going to take it away? I'm going to take it away because I want to show you there's a TikTok. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to be honest. Okay. But I remember when I saw it, I was like, I have to get Liz's takes on this. And all I wrote in my notes was Liz's thoughts on and then the link. So let's see what it is. This video is by, it's from the handle Wizmike, W-H-I-S-M-I-C. And this person, I want to get their pronouns right it doesn't say this person was picking up their boyfriend um and they were like face paint prank gone wrong and they were wearing darth maul face paint and um the boyfriend walked up to the car and he was like oh uh do you mind if we give my coworker a ride home and the person that was taking the video was like oh well now i look like an asshole if i say no and then in the response video the coworker was being like super super nice to the girlfriend and everyone in the comments is like he's cheating on you for sure with her like that's that's was like the first step before my boyfriend started cheating on me was like the the work wife being like super yeah <laughs> so i wanted to get your opinion on the like the idea of work wives and like how when a significant other's friends meet the person that the, their friend is dating and they're like saccharine to the boyfriend or the girlfriend if that's a red flag for you well what wait what do you mean like, like if the work wife slash husband is like a gym halpert yeah i mean okay my hot take is like gym halpert sucks Ooh. um like I don't know. He's like a pick me boy. <laughs> like, of course, I love Jim and Pam in the office. Yeah. I am a millennial. Of course, I fucking love it. But if like that was a real situation, if that was a real scenario, mm-hmm. I'd be like, OK, this guy is just like harassing another one of my coworkers because he thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. I'd be I don't know. I would think he was a little shit. And also, like, constantly pining off after someone who's engaged. Mm-hmm. And I would just, if I were in that office and I wasn't any of those people, I'd be like, what is this fuckery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm also thinking that, like, just because someone is attractive and works with your partner and they're friends, like, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because I'm also thinking about Mr. Liz. He has um tons of female coworkers, and then even at his last place tons of female coworkers, and i was friends with them and i've gone out with his female coworkers at this job mm-hmm. and like i adore them and i was just also thinking that like it, i think he also is so focused on me in a monogamous relationship that he, like I am never worried, mm-hmm. but I think it it depends on the partner that you have because I don't think every man is like that or every – I don't think every person is like that. Yeah. And, like, some people like the attention and that kind of, like, flirty thrill of, like, flirting with someone at work. Yeah. Um. So it's hard to say. Like, it can be harmless. Mm-hmm. But in this specific scenario, I think it's, like, not a big deal. I think – that the creator was totally i I like that they called out their boyfriend immediately and it's like like, you're making me look like an asshole now yeah if If i I say say no no, you put me on the spot because she's right there 
Um, so that just shows me that they probably have pretty open communication because he was like, yeah, you're right. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, That's a good point. And then, I mean, I think that uh, I've heard that like the creator made like another reply video to everyone being like, that's his work wife. Like um, saying that she's really nice. She makes us food. And I haven't seen that either. But at that point, I feel like she's just fucking with everyone. Like it sounds like she's almost like fucking with everyone. Like, yeah. So the work wife is like apparently like an older woman. Um, And everyone was calling this person his work wife. But then they were like, well, it's his it's work his girlfriend. Work, which it's is his like, work mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, this person is like, you know, like his work mistress. And like, and the creator was making all these response videos. Like, why would you even say that? Like, that must be so like. Yeah, I didn't gather that from any of this. No. Right. It's but, just that she was like, oh, you're so pretty. Uh-huh. Right. I don't know. It doesn't need to be a thing. But I do think that like, because we spend most of our lives at work. <laughs> yeah. It can be tough if there's, like, any sort of insecurity. And, like, projecting that on a stranger on the internet of being, like, you should be worried mm-hmm. about this yeah, person. Yeah, you don't know work. what their... Yeah. Their, you don't know what their situation is. Yeah, exactly. And it could be, like, me and Mr. Liz. Like, I definitely felt insecure when I was, like, oh, he works with all these hot girls. Mm-hmm. And then I met them, and they're, like, the greatest people ever. <laughs> now right. I, like, go surfing and skiing with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So... I don't know. I just like if you trust your partner, you should also trust them like who they choose to surround themselves with. Mm -hmm. So if you don't trust them, it's either a reflection on you or how you are like maybe your gut knows that they're going to treat you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think if you if you're worried about your partner cheating, if they're going to cheat, like them being at work has nothing to do with it. Yeah. If they're going to cheat on you, they're just going to do it. Yeah. So if you have any sort of trust issues, like you should probably address that up front and not like project it on them being at work. Because like if you're feeling insecure when they're at the place that they're at for 40 hours a week, that's like a lot of your life to be stressing out. Yeah. And I mean, it's not totally unfounded. Like when we've talked about cheating statistics, most of the people cheat on someone that they met or cheat on their partner with someone they met at work yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah it's not unprecedented but i did not gather that just from this interaction i gathered it as just like you know this guy's trying to be nice like yeah to his coworker, right and maybe they have like a somewhat friendly relationship it doesn't necessarily mean like they're best friends at work like yeah i so follow-up question like not just at work but if you meet it's different with Mr. Liz because you know so many of his friends but like in the past if you've been dating someone and you meet one of their girlfriends and they're like oh my god like it's so nice to meet you he talks about you so much like you know those girls yeah like I've seen that like best friend that bit on TikTok yeah Yeah, because a girl who like triggers (laughs) it's such a common thing Mm -hmm. do you see that as a red flag when a a friend that's a girl is like over the top nice to you or are you just kind of like oh um, I think it just kind of like depends uh-huh. on the, it depends on the person I'm dating and then it depends on how they are. And that also just comes with like years of like, you and I both had like shitty childhood friends, you know? Yeah. So that just comes with knowing when you can like tell, you could just tell that someone is like fucking with you. Mm-hmm. So I have a pretty good bullshit meter. So like, even if. You know, I have there have been people who are obsessed with Mr. Liz. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. But I just tell him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I totally understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. But I I haven't had to deal with that in so long because like I haven't had to deal with someone being like passively aggressive, like too nice to me mm-hmm. because I just have outgrown that. And I also don't tolerate that. Like I'm not friends with people who behave like that, like keep people around like that. I was also thinking though, this situation reminded me of when I first moved here and my backpack got stolen and I couldn't get home. Like, <laughs> like the one time a man is trying to be nice to a woman people are just so quick to be like oh well he's not he's unfaithful you can't trust him but meanwhile like it's way worse if he just leaves her 
If I was dating someone and they just left a girl at a bar without any of her stuff. I would smack the shit like, out the of them. What the fuck were you fucking thinking? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she got all her shit stolen and, like, <laughs> she has no way to get home or nowhere to stay. So I just left her at the bar in the middle of, ca- or where was it? Pioneer Square. The worst With area the worst in Seattle. <laughs> the most unsafe area. Oh, man. So I just think that, like, people aren't being holistic enough thinking about this of, like, yeah, maybe she could have find found another way home, but like if she's already friends with this guy at work and he, she's on the way, like, and for whatever reason she couldn't get a ride home, mm-hmm. that's fine. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So that's kind of also the perspective I'm looking at it through. Yeah. It is way more fun and exciting to believe that he's having an affair, yeah. but I didn't gather that from anything. I agree. I agree. I just think it's so fucked up when people on the internet are like, you should be worried. It's like, you have no idea. You have nothing coloring this. Like, you're projecting. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on yourself. Yeah, you should probably figure that out. <laughs> because I'd like to let you know that you can be happy in a trusting relationship. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there doesn't need to be something nefarious going on all of the time. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, like, I haven't dated anyone, like, seriously in a long time where, like, I've, like, had to meet their people. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I met Squints' friends, but that was just because, like, I don't know, they were just, like, we did things with them, and it wasn't ever, like, a, oh, my God, hi, because, like, everybody thought of Squints as, like, he's re- he was really a golden retriever. He is yeah. a golden retriever. I'm talking like he's yeah. dead. He, he's, like, a golden retriever. So. He continues to be a golden retriever. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone's just, like, oh, my God, we're so happy that he's with someone that, like, can keep up with him, and so it's, like, I, I never got, like, any sort of vibe from his friends that I had to worry my ex, like, okay, he cheated on you. Exactly. So, of course. Everyone that I met was a, a risk for me. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone that I, I was so insecure at the time that every girl that I met, I would find a reason that he probably liked them more than he likes me. And that was tough for me to get over. I can't believe you tolerated feeling like that for so long. Oh, my God, me neither. I know. I think back on that. How? I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't, I don't know. I lost like 30 pounds during that relationship because I was just like not, I was sick all the time. I also would like to, I can't remember if we discussed this in our Cheating the Musical episode. Um, why did you choose to stay in that relationship? So how it happened was he had cheated on me a year and a half before I found out about it. Okay. And when I found out about it, I found out because we had broken up and I think I said some, I, I think I danced around the story on that episode, but how it went down was we broke up. I was crying um, with my roommates and I was like, I wish that I could be mad instead of sad. And they were like, they were like oh, we ha- know how to do that. Yeah. So we actually heard that he. And then you're like, no, now I'm also mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck didn't you tell me this sooner? But they had known that he like somebody, somebody told them that he had been like going around kissing people at parties. And so I confronted him about it and he owned up to it. And as I was yelling at him, I was like, you might as well just tell me everything. And then he told me about like fucking two girls. So I. How how in your head do you justify doing that? I don't know if you're listening, but you might be listening because that's just like the fan behavior I would expect from him. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, like how do you justify treating a person like like i do i just don't know what goes on in someone's head where they're like yeah and i'm gonna fuck someone else Mm -hmm. yeah how we justified it was like saying that him and i were on a break but that we weren't going to be fucking other people or seeing other people it was like he just don't want you to fuck anyone else yeah right and we were still seeing each other it was just like the words that we said were that we were on a break but we were still going out hanging out all the time but I went to Florida over the summer, and that's when both of the events happened. Um, but I knew all along. Like, I fucking, like, I just was feeling vibes from these two girls. And I was just like, no, Amelia, you're just being nuts. We would be, him and I would have sex. And there was one day where we were having sex in his new room. It was the first time I was there. And the bed was hanging against the wall. And he, like, pulled the bed away from the wall. Like, he just, like, instinctively knew to do it. And I was like, how did he know how to do that? And I was talking to my roommates and I was like, why did he know that that would stop the bed from making noise if we've never had sex in his bed? My roommates were like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you're reading too much into this. That doesn't mean anything. When in reality, he had been 
fucking other people. Your gut knows. I know. Gut feelings are guardian angels, baby. Did he only hook up with them, like, once, like, independently? Or was he hooking up with them multiple times? I know one of them was just once. I don't know about the other one. Um... I but I'm sure that there were others, but those are the two that I found out about. Anyway, all that to say. It's like a serial killer. Like a yeah, murderer. Right. You're like, there, there has might be to more be bodies. More. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. That's, yeah, I mean, and I'm, you know, Honestly, for a while it bugged me. It's giving narcissist. He, I, like, the more, I, I know we use, so many people love using that word, mm-hmm. and I definitely am not the kind of person who gravitates towards using that unless I sincerely believe it's, like, clinical narcissism. Yeah. I'm not going to say someone's just a narcissist. No, like, uh, yeah. No, I completely It's a big agree. word, and it's a large accusation, but I sincerely think, like... Well, after, when I was, like, documenting all of this on TikTok when we first broke up, or I guess not first broke up, but when we, like, broke up for good um everyone was like you should look up the definition of narcissist and he's like not arrogant at all and i didn't know that narcissism was like a personality disorder because people yeah. are always like oh he's such a narcissist yeah and so what they like, mean is just egotistical yeah. arrogant and he's not at all he's honestly and like even to this day like the work they did on himself like after that breakup and i'll get this is to get back to the answer of why i stayed with him but like he did so much work on himself and was honest to god one of the nicest people i knew like once he like fixed his life up and so people were like narcissist narcissist da, 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 da. and i was like shut the fuck up that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't make any sense because i was thinking of it in terms of cocky and then i looked up the definition of a narcissist and i was like oh i see what they mean yeah he didn't become a better person he just became a better manipulator mm-hmm. and then he was able to just remove the love so quickly from me that that was just that um which is a which is a sign but the reason that i stayed with him was just because of that like him and i once i found out about these girls i was like that's it we're done like bye and that was over christmas break all christmas break he was like driving down from where we went to school he stayed up there for break um and was like leaving like mixtapes at my door and shit and like would like drive down an hour and a half to like leave me flowers and stuff and like he was like calling me all the time on a fucking apology tour mm mm-hmm and then like he like went a literal apology tour went around to all of my friends talked to my family like made good with all of them and like really did all this work he had done everything that i wanted him to do all along and i was like oh my god this is great and then for years after that he was that way like he was like really really great but because he did all of that so quickly and i never had time to heal from the relationship I never really got or I never got like I couldn't heal from the the cheating. I never really healed from it. I was going to ask if you think that you have any sort of PTSD from that relationship. Absolutely. Like sincere PTSD. I started listening to The Body Keeps the Score. I can't remember if I've told you that. No. So um, I've just been I've just been feeling like, yeah, kind of lost. And I wanted something to like continue my growth and i just i can't keep focusing on um things that are directly related to intersectional feminism and like the planet because i get really overwhelmed and i've been making myself really upset by feeling powerless Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to give myself some space and like focus on just me myself like how can i heal myself and so i was just trying to find a book and like that one jumped out at me so i've been listening to the body keeps the score and i'm not very far into it maybe like i think i'm on chapter four or five but it's essentially it, it talks a lot about how um your body stores trauma like you have physical repercussions because of this unprocessed trauma Mm -hmm. or PTSD. And they just like, um, the author is a doctor and talks about a lot of studies he's conducted and um, tells different stories of like different patients and like how trauma is like, different types of trauma can be similar in the brain and like how it affects your physical body. Yeah. So I haven't, gotten far enough to know like well what do you do next but it's really interesting and how it can like affect your memory and like trauma can also kind of induce adhd add type symptoms so it's it's wild (laughs) i yeah i mean i really feel that i say all the time like 
when I was going through the breakup and like when I was snooping and then like I like started doing work to stop snooping it would be so it's so hard to stop oh my god it's fucking impossible because it's like it's like a hit of a drug like really Mm -hmm. um but I was talking to my therapist I was like I now know how it feels to be in that mindset of feeling like I need to see what this dude is up to all the time that I'm afraid of accidentally seeing a photo of him and it felt like it was a PTSD response like every time like I would like see him in like the corner of a frame of like a video I'll just like swipe by the video because like I didn't even want to put myself back into a headspace of like maybe somewhere that I would backslide and as I'm like that takes a lot of strength thank you I just got so sick of being sad like Mm -hmm. I was just so sad for so fucking long I remember multiple times in college too when we would break up like I would be just like sitting there like I there's no way that I could possibly feel worse which like feels really stupid because like there are people in the world going through much much worse things than a breakup but when you're going through that and you have like clinical depression that is undiagnosed and like severe anxiety like it actually feels like the world is ending yeah i was gonna say it feels like the sky's falling it was i've i literally could not imagine feeling worse like it was so bad and so like i feel like with dating specifically now where I'm at it's like every time I kind of feel like I'm dipping a toe back into that kind of relationship or that kind of exchange I fucking melt down I Liz has heard this whole story I'm not going to tell the story but I've been like dealing with some shit with the poet in terms of like working through trying to figure out like what triggers me because I keep crying every time him and I try to have like a difficult conversation I end up fucking crying which is fine and he handles it fine but it's like I really believe that I have relationship PTSD. Like, yeah. I'm just, I was, it was so fucking bad for so long. Yeah. I would also think that, like, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to be like, yeah, you have relationship PTSD, but to know that it's a possibility, yeah. you're like, yeah, that probably is it. <laughs> and like through the end too, that relationship ended in the worst possible way that mm-hmm. it could have after eight years. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not going to go through that again. But. We did bring up, so you did bring up something that I think is also like relevant to like something that we both recently saw on TikTok. Um, she stitched a video of someone saying like me checking on the girl my ex cheated on me with like six years later and saying that she is happy and engaged because it just becomes part of your routine, mm-hmm. like your daily routine of checking on this person. And she stitched it and she explained why we do that. And it's because your brain doesn't process like time. So in, you know, in your mind, like that pain is still like fresh. Brand new. Yeah. yeah. And if you can control the thing that hurt you it won't be able to hurt you again so that's why you like create these habits um to do things like this and we're in a different world now where you can do that on social media just whenever you want Mm -hmm. you can just like it's way too easy yeah you can look up whoever and see what they're up to yeah yeah we have the world at our hands and it did become a routine for me. Mm-hmm. I think also oh, same. what was so fucked up for me too that I was dealing with in my breakup was like I really hurt him a lot at the end. And so it was like I was watching him carry on with his life and I could have done something about it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't so much. A, it was like feeling helpless when I feel like I could have made different decisions, you know? So it was like I was I felt like if I could see what he was doing and know his moves all the time then like it kept me feeling safe like I could like have some semblance of control over it which is like how and my therapist was like how is that true and I was like like bitch it's not but I didn't think about that (laughs) it's not true it makes me feel safe for like 10 seconds out of the day and that's all I need right now (laughs) yeah I feel safe for 10 seconds and then I immediately feel worse after yeah that's 100% true and you also go looking for things to like deconfirm what you believe like yeah it's like oh i think that he's seeing this person let me go snoop and see and like make sure that he's like not not seeing this person and then you see it you're like oh they are seeing each other and i fucking knew it and this is why i look Uh (laughs) yeah exactly but then you end up feeling worse so anyway snooping is never the answer yeah it's never the answer i mean i do have to say i think that like your gut in ending things initially with him was right Mm -hmm. and then like change is really hard 
yeah and scary so it's easy to like want to backslide and be like never mind like i i spent a lot of formative years with this person so yeah this is the right thing totally i wish Let's... in hindsight i wish i gave myself more time to heal after i had found out that he had been sleeping with other people because i think that that would have made the remainder of the relationship much much different i mean when you're young like hindsight's always in 2020 yeah i probably would have done the same thing mm-hmm. i was just like oh he's being so great now but i would have been a nightmare and brought it up constantly oh oh i did oh i brought it up literally all the time to the point where he was eventually like if you don't stop bringing this up he was just like i don't know what i can say to you anymore because truly i was i was bringing it up like too much and like he was really putting in like a lot of legwork like this dude hurt me like a lot but i will say that he did put in a lot of work to try to make it right and i just could never i never i needed to take time alone and i didn't Mm -hmm. and I was I thought that bringing it up to him all the time was like would help me work through it because we're together and we can work through it together but it, that was not the case. I needed oh, to be I alone. Would, I would use it as a as a th- thing to hold against my Well Of course. <laughs> but like If we were fighting I'd be like, "Oh, you mean just like when you cheated on me?" Mm-hmm. You mean like when you fucked someone else? Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's also kind of valid. But like I what really 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 upset me when we broke up was like yeah i hurt him at the end i never cheated i never i was honest with him about really everything from top to bottom and he didn't give me the same opportunity that i gave him after he cheated to like prove myself you know and that's that's what really fucked me up it was like oh i'm not like you don't think that it's worth it to forgive me when i've like put up with having to deal with having you cheated on me like for four years i've been so anyway, my bottom line, I could go on and on about this. If you want more information about my breakup, it's all on TikTok. <laughs> that was the message. And cheating the musical. And yeah, cheating the musical. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I think when you go through something difficult in a past relationship, it's super unfair that the people that you date moving forward have to kind of like pick up the pieces. But that's just kind of the case. Like you learn how to get through these traumatic things by like forming new habits and new patterns Mm -hmm. and finding the right person to like kind of like understand that and help you through it is huge but aren't you happy that he didn't give you the same chance that you gave him yes oh my god i was actually saying that the other night i was talking to katie about this i was like can you imagine if i would have like actually convinced him i would be a completely different person now Mm -hmm. and i don't like that because i didn't like who i was before We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Speaking of um, relationships, I hung out with Mr. Liz on Saturday, and it was the one of the many highlights of my birthday weekends. We had a little too much fun, especially Mr. Liz. <laughs> I've He's never seen him drunk. so drunk in my life. It was so fucking fun. He's just so fun to be around. He's, yeah, he's a cute, drunk, cutie, drunk guy. Mm-hmm. Amelia was saying he was really smiley. He was I was really, like, that's really a good way to describe him when he's drunk. And just he's, a smiley. It was so funny. I texted Liz. I was like, watching you guys walk back to the car because they were coming. They weren't driving. They were taking an Uber. But yeah. <laughs> they came back to my car to get stuff out of it. And um, Liz was holding up Mr. Liz kind of while he was walking to my car. And I was like, it looked like you were trying to hold up a rootless tree because he was just kind of like timbering the whole time. And you were just like. <laughs> and he's like, he's a big guy. He's huge. Yeah. How much taller than like a full foot taller yeah he's a foot taller than me and then Wild. he's also just like really broad just a broad guy takes up a lot of space i want to face you more okay cool um <laughs> so all that being said um we have a fun game to I play love games uh we i was seeing this on tiktok amelia saw it too but uh i pitched it um if anyone's seen the trend on tiktok where people say like they're a 10 but they don't wash their ass or something and then you give them a new number and i know like rating people isn't like these are these are people who don't exist it's just a hypothetical we do not condone rating people yeah (laughs) and this is is arbitrary yeah they're not real and then it's interesting to think like oh yeah if i was like super attracted to someone but Mm -hmm. they did this like, is that enough of an ick that I wouldn't like them? Or if I was, like, only somewhat attracted to someone and then I found out that they do something amazing, like, how much more attractive to me would they be? Yeah. So that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, like, not like necessarily this. looks, but just, like, how how attracted to them you are. Yeah. Because that's also subjective. So And not always um, appearance. Yeah. I talked about this on TikTok today with Pete Davidson. Perfect example. I saw your tweet about that yeah is it the same thing uh-huh i just made a video a longer explanation okay so i have a few written down and i'm ex- should we just go back and forth yeah okay um all right he's a 10 but his bathroom is disgusting oh seven okay no honestly i would say eight my bathroom's kind of disgusting mm-hmm. and i'm a 10 <laughs> Do you mean like like even if it's like dirty like grime? I'm talking like grimy, not just like messy. Do what is the grime? What does the grime consist of? Is it like hair? Like yeah, like hair shavings. It's just dirty because it's never been cleaned. It probably smells like urine, just like caked up pee on the ground. But he's a ten. A seven. I'm gonna stick with seven. Okay. What about you? What would you say? Oh my god, that would be like an immediate ick for me. That's really? Like a three. Really? Yeah. If someone's hot and then their bathroom and is disgusting, I'm like all the way out. Fair enough. Okay. Is he a ten? No, wait. Sorry. This is the game that I'm thinking of. Erase that. <laughs> is he a ten or is he just? Okay. He's a ten, but he doesn't have any friends i would need more context like does he not have any friends because he just moved here Mm -mm. he just doesn't have friends he's like a lifelong here oh that would be a big red flag if he's a 10 and he has no friends zero friends (laughs) i'm wondering like what number i'd give four maybe wow you you having a gross bathroom is worse than having no friends no friends and Shit, not in a I guess shy you're way. right. Like there are people that don't have friends because they're introverts. I'd be like, Do and you that's not, have not any what friends because I mean. you killed them all, right? Or like, I don't know. Whenever I like really like a dude and he doesn't have any friends, I'm like, you're really social. Why don't you have any fucking friends? I don't like that. Wait, you've been in a situation like that? Yes, I dated a dude. I'm trying to think what his um moniker was. Yeah, because you know I don't know names. 
grapes. He had his his roommates were his only friends that I really ever heard of, and like he wouldn't hang out with them. <laughs> and I was just like, like, he was also just like a weird fucking dude. Yeah, he was a little was so hot though. So you would say, so you think having a, a gross bathroom is worse? No, you're right. I think having no friends is worse than having a gross bathroom. Okay. So I guess two. Nice. What would you give? Probably. A 10 with no friends. Three. Yeah. I'd say three. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, I've dated, like, quiet guys like introverted guys that has that have like a friend i love my little introvert boys yeah and that's different than like someone that's like outgoing and bubbly and like doesn't have any friends i'm like what the fuck is there's something that i'm about to uncover why mage red flag yeah Mm -hmm. so three i'd say three okay um he's an eight but he smirks in every picture an eight Mm -hmm. two I'd say two. If he was a 10, it'd be a four. I'm trying to do a smirk. Hold on. Oh, my God. The eyebrow. Ugh. It's always with the fucking eyebrows. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What would you give? Uh, that also gives me such an ick. Um, what did I say? The eight? You'd give a two? Mm-hmm. I'd give, like, a five. I think it's just because I'm, like, very online. So I feel like... Well... Th- I've noticed the guys who do that, like the guys I know in real life who do that are like, uh, yeah, they're like pick me boys. Like, but I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like those kinds of guys. Totally. Yeah. They like have yeah. like a fedora collection. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely love fedoras. Yeah. Big fedora fan. They wear hats that just should not be worn. Yeah. Word. Um. Okay. He's a. He's a 10, like a 10. Okay. But he, his eyes gloss over every time you start talking. Zero. I have, I might as well be like drier than the Sahara at that point. <laughs> I, I agree. It's Tumbleweeds so f- blowing through my vagina. Fucking unattractive. Yeah. Nice. Good, uh, an- good answer. <laughs> um, this is, this is obviously very biased of me to put in here. Uh, he's a six, but he paints his nails. Oh, eight mm-hmm. that's yeah. what i would say eight yeah. or nine yeah that's an immediate attractor it's like yeah yeah it's big, hell yeah big 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 dick energy mm-hmm. um the confidence and the bde just sprinkles on top oh, I fucking love that. okay i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of something that's like really hot um Okay, I'm going to do one that's biased for me. Okay. He's a six, but he, like, volunteers at an animal shelter. (laughs) He's a six and he volunteers at an animal shelter? (laughs) But, like, how often? Four times a week. Uh, Because he, like, loves animals. I have to say I don't know if, like... If that's hot to you. Yeah, if that means enough to me. I'd say just 1.7. Wow. Yeah. You see, what, like, even if I'm not, like, a big animal person, if somebody's, like, passionate about some, We've talked about this, though. It's, yeah. like, a pa- guys that are passionate about things. But also you love Multiple animals. points. Yeah, so maybe that's a bad example. Like, volunteers no, at, like, a homeless shelter. I gave a biased one, so... I know, but I'm also a big nail polish fan. Mm-hmm. I was... Just volunteers at, just like, volunteers. Something, something that they are very passionate about four times a week. Does that change it? no really yeah interesting uh, that would shoot up to like a nine for me I, yeah i don't know okay fair enough fair enough he's a nine but his favorite movie is the joker how passionate about it is he um he dresses up as the joker every costume party in halloween oh, fuck. six he makes you watch it once a week and then he quotes the whole movie while you're sitting next to him. Four. <laughs> I can't stand when people quote movies as you're watching them. That's actually probably my biggest ick. I still haven't seen Pulp that Fiction without somebody quoting it the entire time. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's so insufferably annoying. I've watched it six or seven times and never have actually been able to oh watch my. it. Oh my God. Say why again. Or what was it? Say I don't know again um say what one more time what yeah that oh my god that whole scene 
like every single time I watch it with a guy, word for word, it's spoken. And then every time we watch it in any sort of film class, everybody around me is speaking word for word. That I'm like, we get it. We get that you've seen Pulp Fiction. We fucking get it. Are you interesting? <laughs> like... You must be, because you know all the words in Pulp Fiction. I just can't fucking deal. Um, I have I, one for you. Oh, okay. He's a five, but he has a lot of tattoos. Good tattoos. Um, he has a lot of good tattoos. But he's a five. Seven? Yeah. I would say the same. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know if tattoos are enough to make a difference like to me well because i'm like okay let me think of someone who is a five to me yeah but tattoos do make someone like somewhat more interesting i don't know because you're like ooh, what's that well yeah whenever you're just not i don't know it's it's just nice it's interesting to see totally i don't know it's there's something very like sexy about a dude that just like like whenever i see a guy on hinge and i'm like yeah he's like kind of cute and then i can like see a, like he'll, he'll be wearing shorts in a picture and he has like leg tattoos i'm like ooh yeah thigh tats are hot yeah i'll always i'll almost always swipe right because it's just like i don't know there's something just like oh you're kind of edgy i, I like and that. i think the important there's an important emphasis on good tattoos. Yeah, like Grapes had two guns on his chest. No, Amelia. Let me see if I'm still... Why did you hold that information? Well, he got it while we were seeing each other. No, that's mm-hmm. even worse. Yeah. Um, I unfollowed him. I don't know if he's private, but I'll, I'll show you them. Hmm. So anyway. Okay. Hmm. Do you have other ones? I have one more. Okay. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> The sun is still up and it's nine. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, last one to bring it in. He's a 10, but he loves following hustle culture Instagram profiles. Oh. He fucking loves Gary V. There are worse people than Gary V. Seven. Okay. Seven. But like if he follows like Jordan Peterson. Yeah, all of them. Four. If he uh, follows people like Jordan Peterson, like, if, if he, like... I'm talking, like, Jordan Peterson, um, Gary V, and then just any of those ones that has, like, it's, like, a black and white picture of, like, a guy in a suit, and it says, like, work hard, and you'll never work a day, and you're like, I don't know, some fucking yeah. made-up bullshit that doesn't make sense. He, okay, so he follows them. Yeah, he like does he like loves post them, all of them like on his story. Yeah, okay, then like four. <laughs> if he just like follows, he them, unironically puts them on his story. Four. Well, you know, I'm thinking back now. Now that grapes is fresh in my mind because we were just talking about him. I don't know if you're going to keep that part in, but we were just talking about grapes, and he's fresh in my mind, and he was one of those, and so, and I was still very oh, attracted no. to him. Oh yeah, Amelia. Yeah. Okay, Amelia just showed me his tattoos and like. <laughs> I I don't you need to Liz have me distraught. screen these people. I know. I I know. I'm so stressed. Oh, that just reminds me. Uh me and Amelia's friend Katie downloaded Shipped. Yes. Or Ship, the Ship. dating app because I think Katie and I both have certain standards for the type of person we would like Amelia to date. Yeah. And standards that I clearly don't have for myself. Yeah. Like, all you had to do is show me a picture of Grapes' tattoos, and I would have been like, no. Pass. Yeah. He was just... Two guns? I know. Right on, right on his rib cage. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, gave, I gave Ship uh, access to, to Liz and Katie, and there are some great guys on Ship. I haven't looked at it since we, I downloaded it. You should look. I forgot until just now. Oh, wow. Yeah, Katie mashed me with, like, a lot of, like, really cute dudes. Good. <laughs> like, okay, Good. I kind of like it over here. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that having your friends screen your people for you, because, like, it's it's impossible to know when you're on the inside of it. The people that I've watched my friends date, luckily, everyone that my friends are dating right now I like, which almost never, ever happens. It's because... I think we've all been traumatized that we're like, oh. Yeah. We had a great conversation this weekend with some of Amelia's friends about 
Well, first, we should we talk about how, what a fucking weird weekend we had? Can we please? I was hoping we would. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to talk no, about I it. No, I do. So we celebrated Amelia's birthday this weekend. <laughs> and on Saturday, we started out at a bar. It wasn't, it started to get weird and then we left. Friday. That was Friday. Oh, Friday. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, God. But this weekend You're right. was a long You're right. It weekend. was a long weekend. Friday, we, the second bar we go to, we go out on the patio and we, there's like three rows. It's like a grid of nine tables and we sit in the one dead in the middle because it's the only one that's empty and it's like the most well lit as well. And <laughs> just so the second we walked into this bar, everyone was staring at us and I'll also paint this with a little bit more like context like i was also on mushrooms <laughs> not like i wasn't like crazy like tripping and seeing visuals or anything i just had like the kind of giggly energy and um immediately everyone's staring at us i'm sitting next to amelia's friend kimmy who i've met a few times and um i was like is it just me and she's like no it's not just you or the shrooms like People are definitely staring at us. It was weird. And then there was like a table of guys. Everyone, every guy there was in plaid. Yeah. And they were just, they stared at us when we sat down. And I was just like, yes, we can see you staring at us. Are you going to like talk? Or are you just all going to silently stare at us? It, it was weird as fuck. It felt like we walked into like, into like a holiday party. Like we like weren't yeah, supposed to be out it, there. It really seemed like we were interrupting an event. Yeah. And it's not like we were especially loud or anything. Mm -hmm. We just, we had our drinks. We walked outside. We were clearing the table so we could sit at it. And everyone was just like gawking at us. And um, so we're kind of just like, you know, chatting. And then this guy comes in hot and sits down next to us. And he gives like a little elevator pitch spiel about who he is. And then he stops. Like, and what are your guys' names? And then I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I totally thought that you were about to tell us, like, we in we're interrupting an event and we have to leave or something. He was like, no, you guys are the event. And um, and then I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you're the event. Like, you're a bunch of beautiful ladies who walked in and, like, sat down. And every that's why everyone's staring at you. And I was like wait so this fucking guy notices everyone's staring at us too yeah, it's not just us yeah. yeah so i was like you know also being a high on mushrooms i was like this guy's got facts no mm -hmm. like yeah, we like he him. recognized it yeah. and then i mean it was also we were like i was trying very nicely to be like he was like so what brings you out and i was like we're having a ladies night like to just try and be like leave it's it we just want it to be us right now yeah. like i don't think yeah none of us were really looking to like no one was had was putting out the vibe that they wanted to be like hit on. <laughs> it was just like a night out with our with our girls like for Amelia's birthday. Yeah. Like Right. And then within seconds we're surrounded by a bunch of like weird dudes. Yeah. And uh, I can say they're weird now. I didn't initially think that maybe they were weird. I just like turned and then suddenly there were all these fucking guys like closing in on us it literally i described it as like it felt like we were like sparkly bait like yeah <laughs> dangling in the darkest part of the ocean Did, have you seen that video you've probably seen it. it's all over the internet of the guy that's like the kitten runs up to him and he's like where did you come from yeah and then a bunch come and out a bunch, that was exactly yeah. what it felt like <laughs> it was like he was like oh god oh no and they're just like, like what am i gonna do with all of them flying out of that was exactly i how wish they were kittens oh my God, but too, yeah it was literally better. it was like that and then um one guy was his name was steve and he was especially creepy so the way that we were sitting is amelia was on the end and i was right across from her and then um amelia's friend sarah was on the other side of her so she's like left like maybe like four inches between the end of the bench and herself and this guy is like almost on top of sarah that's how close he is sitting to her and she's like i have a bubble and you're in it so like can you scoot over and he's like i'm trying to get closer to amelia and he said that to like everyone he's like i'm just trying to get closer to amelia and then she was like okay well then you can go onto the other side and talk to her and he's like well will you just switch seats with me and she was like absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> so then he goes over to the other side of amelia 
and I like lean over he like you're having a conversation with Sarah yeah and Amelia's body is fully turned away from him like her shoulders up she is giving off so much energy and body language that she is uncomfortable and does not want to be having this conversation and he's like is sitting on like this tiny corner she because she had barely left any room because she didn't want anyone to pull that shit that this guy's pulling and Mm -hmm. sit next to her uninvited and i could tell that (laughs) one because i know you and i was also like high so i was just like wait am i watching like a movie right now like are we watching like failed pickup artists (laughs) i don't know it was insane especially as like it was already weird and then being high i was like this is very weird so he sits down next to Amelia and is, like, sandwiching her, essentially. And she is, like, clearly, like, doesn't want to talk to him. Yep. And then I don't even know how I ended up, like, saying this to him. I It started out normal. It started out as a normal conversation. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why do you... He's like... I was like, wait, why, why are you sitting here? And he's like, I wanted to get closer to Amelia and I want to talk to her. It was very weird. Yeah. So then I was like... um, I was like... I was like, well, she's trying to have a conversation with someone else. And then um, he's like, yeah. And then she was like, I hear Liz go, are we experiencing the same reality right now? Well, I was sincerely confused. So (laughs) I don't remember saying that. I was like, I was like, wait, but like, are you seeing her body language? Because I didn't know if he like sincerely wasn't noticing. I was like, do you see her body language? Like she's turned away from you she didn't leave any room on the bench like because she didn't want someone to come sit next to her like you are so she she obviously doesn't want to be talking to you or having whatever conversation you're trying to have with her and then um he's like yeah that's really interesting yeah and then like agreeing with me and then I was like but then you can so you can tell that she doesn't want to be talking to you and he's like yeah and then I was like so then why are you I said why are you here like why what are you doing like what's your goal between you and Sarah he just sat next to the two worst (laughs) Sarah was just being like straight up like fuck off and then I'm just like high and confused (laughs) I was not trying to be mean at all I was just like wait how can you not like how do you not notice this like this can't be your first time talking to a woman like so i was and then he was like yeah that's really interesting well it was nice meeting you and he stormed off and i was like i was dumbstruck because i was just like i said high and like confused i was like trying to assess like what is this man experiencing where he like this he thinks this is gonna work or is normal behavior yeah yeah and then kimmy's next to me like cracking up oh my god it was so fucking funny liz i was like (laughs) It was truly serving him on accident. The strangest (laughs) series of events ever. As that conversation was happening with Steve, (laughs) I look over at the table on the other side of us, another plaid table, and they looked like they were our age, though. Yeah, or like, and they were waving, waving us over, and I was like, "No, there's no room." And they were like, "Okay, well, we'll come over there." As we're like very clearly, actively trying to like deal with the current situation. I wonder if they were trying to get them to fuck off maybe but i also was kind of getting like they were serving the same kind of energy yeah i was like like also this bar if you live in seattle kings it's like the place you go when you're like already blacked out it's very See, i didn't know this i as love a, going to kings. as a non-native i really really love kings normally because like the, the type of attention you normally get at kings is just like everyone's drunk and just wants to be friends you know yeah this the times i've night. been to kings i've only been there a few times and i haven't had that kind of experience it was a weird fucking night. well so then it made me just kind of think like what like how strange maybe we all have emerged post pandemic and then we're met with like just really like creepy like bottom feeder energy dudes who are just like trying to fuck and clearly not picking up on like any body language or any of the polite things that we've said to basically say like can you not talk to us right now because this is like not the energy this isn't like a conversation we're inviting right they just like (laughs) i was like is everyone like oblivious so i was like (laughs) i don't know i was like okay so some people came out just like horny and slimy and yeah. then there some of us all came out like um 
oh yes i had a spiritual awakening while <laughs> trapped inside for a year <laughs> like yeah i forget how it's really i forget how to be in public it took me a long time to warm back up to being yeah out, me too out and, about, and i feel like that was everyone so this combination of just like none of us know how to be in public yeah now yeah. is like really coming to fruition because i th- also think women probably feel a little bit more empowered yeah. to be like fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah i also think like people being forced i mean one can hope people being forced to like be online so much and having like all of these mm-hmm. conversations around like consent and like people kind of being forced to like educate themselves because we had nothing else to do for so long <laughs> that like maybe they're getting better about it but i don't know also i just realized like i um spread the good word about the podcast every single time i drink oh yeah so maybe you met us that night i was listening. just like <laughs> Yeah, if you met us that night, Amelia was pitching us to any drunk man she could find. I was mostly just yelling at if they, them. Well, if they had the balls to approach us, yeah. Amelia was like, well, we actually have a, a podcast. Be like, we have a sex podcast. And they'd be like, oh, what is it about? I'm like, sex? <laughs> but really, Obviously, now they're going to no. listen and learn a few things. Steve, <laughs> I think Steve or their other friend whose name I didn't get was like, so like, do you guys know each other? Like us women? And I was like, no, we just met you said that yeah i said we all walked in and we're like oh you're a hot girl should we all just go outside and sit at this table and then one of one of them was like do you guys have like a special call and i was like (laughs) yeah only hot girls can hear it (laughs) that's really funny i didn't hear that oh man yeah but it was a good night that was that was a really fun night friday was it was fun it was weird as fuck it was exactly what i wanted being high i was like yeah this is this is uh going in the memory bank we have a fun story that we want to read. This is a listener story that I have read and Amelia has not. So excited. I'm so excited. So it's titled, Funny Fact About Me. Hi, Liz and Amelia. My name is Penelope. I have been binge listening to this podcast since I saw a TikTok on this. And I'm on episode 61 and heard the amusing butt plug story and felt the need to share mine. But there is a backstory to this. Picture it. Sicily, 1922. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. (laughs) So back during the height of the pandemic, I was dating this guy who I learned was not good for me, but I learned the quality of knowing love languages. I am quality time and acts of service, and he was money spent. It did not go well. He would buy me things not to spend money on me, and I ended up ending it. I was not sexually happy in the relationship because he ended up turning me off and then during the height of covid he was like i don't believe in masks and that was the final straw and i ended up breaking up with him word (laughs) word word i was working a lot due to transitioning jobs and this was in hamilton was coming out on disney plus and i have a huge crush on lin-manuel understood so i decided to stay up one day after work and drink and watch hamilton after it was over i did not see how much i drank it was then i learned that i have drunk way too much (laughs) I then had so much pent-up sexual energy that I needed to let out. No matter what I did, I was not able to get off, so I had the bright idea to use one of my G-Spot toys as an anal toy. I learned in a minute or two later that that was a bad idea. (laughs) I got up in a rush to look for the toy, and it was nowhere on the bed, so I googled what to do, and it said to squat it out. After trying for five minutes, I googled the nearest hospital near me because I live downtown thinking they would not be far. Each hospital was five no, miles apart. Oh, no. I then call non-emergency, and I'm like, here's my name, and here's what I have going on. <laughs> the ambulance got here within five minutes or so. Ambulance? <laughs> no. I know. As I'm heading to the hospital, the EMTs or medics ca- calmed me by saying, since COVID, this has been happening a lot. They're just happy I used a toy instead of food. <laughs> I told them Hamilton was... Uh, good. I told them Hamilton was good though and worth it, and we all laughed. I then got to the hospital. I texted my sister, who I did not think would be awake, that I was in the hospital for non-COVID reasons and that I would be okay. She immediately texted me, freaking out. I then ended up telling her, and she was able to say, "This was the most Fourth of July shit I have ever heard." <laughs> Sending laughing emojis and gifts. She then came to the hospital once I learned that I would need <gasps> surgery. Oh God. I know. I then go up to surgery and tell the nurses what happened. They told me I had made their day, and they love when people come in with these stories. I got got the toy back and ended up throwing it away. LOL. That's a memento. Yeah, seriously, you should have put that in a shadow box. I love being able to laugh about it now. I just learned the hard way not to put anything that does not have a string or flare on it. 
Um, but listening to you guys is amazing. I'm going to be sad when I get caught up and I'm not able to binge listen and day drink and clean to your voices while I paint or clean. Anytime y'all are in Raleigh, North Carolina, seltzers are on me. Thanks, Penelope. Holy fuck. I want to hang out with you so bad, Penelope. That was such a fucking hilarious story. I'm, Thank you for blessing us with that. Uh, and the fact that it's like because uh, she was so turned on by Lynn <laughs> I get it, though, man. That dude is spicy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. But yeah, no, I've never thought of like masturbating to him. Maybe I will now. Maybe if I need new material, I'll, I'll turn on Hamilton. Well, and then now you know... Uh, make sure you use something with like a flange at the end yeah this if you decide to do anything with your butt i really love how you told that story that was such a good fucking story i got into character yeah as someone who also has had a butt thing yes. stuck in there yeah yeah you get it uh, mr liz and i were recently talking about that because i kind of had forgotten about it yeah right i know you, you yeah. had said that when you brought it up you're like the titanic moment oh my god the titanic that's what he said it was like he was like it was like watching the titanic because half of it went in <laughs> and then he's like no no <laughs> that was so painful oh it was more God. painful when he was trying to get it out than me actually getting it out yeah i believe it because it's like tickling yourself you can't tickle yourself oh yeah mm -hmm. you can't have someone else putting their fingers in your asshole <laughs> unless you know that's what's happening right yeah a little bit of a warning would have been nice that is so funny anyway thank you so much penelope for sending us that story that was phenomenal mm -hmm. um cool should we end on this note i think we should great well thanks for listening yeah we love you so much remember to check out our merch our youtube our, our tiktok tiktok instagram twitter our own tiktok instagram and twitters oh yeah i forgot about that Adam amelia samson on all of them uh liz ball so hard on instagram and tiktok and liz t ball on twitter i haven't been as active on social. Uh, you're like staring at me i'm just like i'm trying to not be on social as much because it's making me depressed that's fair that's good that's really really good that you're setting those boundaries for yourself anyways we love you we love you our, our children, children. <laughs> beautiful liz the I had stance to do this hunch Oh my god. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com